0: Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the BA Brew. I'm Debbie.
1: I'm Philip. I'm Ian.
0: And today we're going to talk about this. Ian and Philippe's book called Brainy Glue, that they wrote about business analysis. And I'm fascinated to find out a few things about this book and about the process to producing it. But I'm going to start off by going to Ian, and saying, okay and why? Always start with why, you say it in the book. So why did you write the book?
2: We do. So uh, I think the idea started with me. I've always thought that I've, I've always, I guess, been able to express things in writing and uh, I've always wanted to write a book, uh, but I didn't know what to write about. I was never going to write anything classical. It wasn't that good, but they always say, write what you're good, what you know about. So I know about business analysis, and I thought if I write about business analysis, then nobody would scrutinize the kind of classical writing then that you would expect with a, with a classical novel. So, um, so I said, write. I'm determined to write a book, but I didn't think that I had probably the motivation. With everything else going on in my world, I didn't have the motivation to keep it going. On you know, so I thought I'd want to read it. I'd write it with somebody. And uh, met Philippe um, and we'd shared some thoughts. he had some, uh, you know, some fresh thoughts and different perspectives, which I quite liked, and his experience. And, you know, he's a very good talker. And um, and I'd, I called Philippe and I said, do you want to write the book? And he said, yeah, OK. <laughs> and we didn't really, all we knew at that point was that we wanted to write something different. Uh, so we said, OK. And what we did then, we agreed to meet in an Airbnb. We spent five nights in London and uh, it had this big white wall and we had lots of post-it notes as you do and we created the scope for this book and we, we, uh, we I think we spent the first half day saying how can we make it different and I think it was um, <clears throat> it was inspired by a, a, a friend of ours, um, Chris Potts who, who wrote the the Fruition Trilogy uh, and one of those books was Recreation and I'd read it recently and that is a novel so the, the different part of it we did was was the novel part Of it, the storyline, which I'm sure we've got to go into it in, in a little bit later, but it's important to us, it was different. And from an individual perspective, we spent a lot of time together you, me, Tina, Adrian, uh, Lynn, Lynn Gervin, and I never had a book. And I was the only one without a book, so <laughs> I felt a bit light. So from me, I thought, right, determined to write a book. So when I go into these meetings, these panels, I've got a book, but uh, I'm going to pass on to Philip because. Uh, We took it further than that, did we? Spent three years.
1: I hadn't written a book either. And I'm the kind of person that first answers yes and then realizes what I just did, what I just got myself involved into. So also here I said, yeah, writing a book, great. Sounds wonderful. Um, But then we spent that week in London with the entire storyline on the wall. Um, We started turning it into more... Tangible details, uh, like small chapters, a clear focus of each chapter, what's going to happen, what is the main character going to do or going to learn or going to experience. And so after that week, we had the entire storyline mapped out. Um, The key element we came up with over a beer at the pub, uh, which is also important, that is definitely an important part of the creative process. Um, And then it was only a matter of writing which took yeah. us about 3 years <laughs> well i of a number it? of things we have a lot of other things going on professional yeah. private stuff um but also because it's a novel and not a textbook it's much more challenging to get the balance right and you don't want to describe some analysis technique in an elaborate and somewhat boring way because it breaks the story but you also want the story to be relevant in a ba context and so where Ian was focusing more on the storyline and writing it out, and I was focusing more on the BA stuff, trying to get that connected, that was like a really big challenge. Uh, so we needed a lot of conversations, a lot of interaction among ourselves uh, to get that right.
0: Yes, and it, it's quite interesting because now you've said that, I can get a picture of where this came from because it is very it's very difficult to write a book It's very difficult to do anything with a blank piece of paper, isn't it? Um, But if you are sort of merging story thread with techniques thread with a BA process thread in some ways, then there's a lot of interweaving to be done. So now I can visualize the pair of you in an Airbnb for five days with a wall (laughs) covered in post-its. I can see how you made that work.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, we came up with about 25, I think it was about 25 chapters we came up with. I think it, we ended up with something like 51 or 52. Yeah, something like so that. So we just had to stretch a few. We lost a few. You know, it evolves and we work yeah. remotely. Uh, but yeah, three years it took us, three years. And, and yes. we've we both got commitments, you know. Philip's got a large family. I'm in the... British Army Reserves and sometimes we could we go months without doing something. But that's the beauty of having two people. One one would say, Come on, we've got to go back on the book, you know, and and, yeah. and then it carries you going. And but before you know it, you've written so much of the book that it's an asset that you can't just ignore, then you have to finish it. I mean I'm sure so many have written one or two chapters, and then they don't have enough collateral to force them to say, What a shame it would be if we had been that, you know. Yeah,
0: it is it is fascinating, the whole process, isn't it? And obviously, from what you've just said, Ian, you took the lead on the actual storyline.
2: It made sense that I, well, I was, I, as, I, as I said in the beginning, I've always wanted to write a story and I can express things well. It's my first language, you know, although I speak Welsh, it's it's my first language. Well, it's, uh, it's not Philips. So what we said was, I would write the story, and Philip had a lot of input into the story and wrote some of the sections. You know, where I was lacking inspiration, perhaps. But we've got twenty-five techniques that we've woven into, as you know, because you've uh, you were you were one of our our reviewers. So uh, yes. so we we're ever grateful for that. So thank you for your steering. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it was Philip who said, okay, we can do the twenty-five. He developed those, and then a little bit of fresh thought into. How can we reposition those, you know, and I take a different perspective at some of those? Uh, Because, as you know, you can have a technique and you can use it in different ways, can't you? You know, like like we talk about profit, don't we? And and there's several uses of profit.
0: Yeah, it's quite interesting, actually, because I was looking through the book in advance of our discussion today. And this is going to be a query for Philippe, because I suspect um, from what you've said, you had a hand in... Steering maybe some of the technique sides of things, not to say you didn't both collaborate on it. I noticed a thread. And one of the threads is you talk a lot in the book about worldview perspective, standing in people's shoes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of personal agendas explored in different ways. This is something that I think is so important in business analysis, that ability to understand that people are people with different ways of seeing a situation. So, Philippe, how did that come about? Because it's come through so clearly as a thread through the book to me.
1: Um, I guess that's a key element of the book is you can apply techniques, but it's about getting the conversation going with people and among people. It's about not just understanding as a BA what's happening or what's in people's minds or what are people's behaviors and drivers. It's about making sure other people understand each other's drivers and thoughts Mm -hmm. and history. Uh, so I guess it's an element that um, is relevant anytime, anywhere you apply any kind of business analysis technique, which is probably why it shines through in so many of them. Um, I remember we have one takeaway in the book Uh, mentioning everyone has a history and the H I is in brackets because it's a history and a story as well. And you have to understand the story that's behind someone saying, I think this is important or I think this is right or wrong. Um, So I guess that's indeed uh, an important key message. Make sure that you understand what's behind the things people are saying when you apply a technique, don't just apply it blindly, but get that conversation going and get that shared understanding
2: um in the group. The yes. one we talked about mainly and, and we've talked about it, Debian, is that business case section in it. We took months over that to we get that right? And whether, you know, when well, we had a we'll little kind of talk about it, didn't we? A, a BA brew. And um it's whether we do a short kind of BA on a on a you know, business case on a canvas uh, and then discuss that or we produce a big massive document and uh, But what we said was we're not going to say you need to do one or the other, but we'll have that conversation in the text. So Mm -hmm. different views, different perspectives and challenges as to what, you know, what kind of technique to or what version of the business case we wanted to produce in this instance.
0: Yes. And, And it's that thing, isn't it? You know, no matter which part of the process you're at, you have to think about, well, who's the audience for this? Mm-hmm. And a business case is a classic example of that because part of that audience at least is going to be the person who holds the budget or has the funds available that they can say yes to whatever the initiative is and understanding i i, I like the history you know hi story sort of thing because i think you have to understand that and we talk a lot in business analysis about stakeholder engagement, but I sometimes think that we don't always analyse how we go about stakeholder engagement, but I think some of the things you've brought out in the book is very much that analysis around the stakeholders and and just people looking at the world differently, depending on where they're standing and what their history is. And, And the business case, I think, is a classic example of that, but there are others in the book as well you like the impact of change. That's another one I think you explore.
1: Yeah. For me, change is also, again, part of something we've tried to integrate in most of the techniques. As a BA, you are dealing dealing with change from the very beginning. The first conversation you have about any kind of problem or new initiative, you are working on a change. Um, So taking a technique and looking at it through a change lens, how is this going to help us uh, implement this change? How can people that we are mentioning like stakeholders on a a stakeholder impact grid, people that we are mentioning, how are they impacted by the change, but also how can they co-create the change with us? Uh, Having a change lens for each and every technique that we apply, I think is very, very relevant. And it's going to make you much more impactful as a business analyst.
2: Mm-hmm. we talked about um you talked about audience and uh the audience for our book we thought we thought long and hard about this i mean the journey is that you have to have a business case in there somewhere in the, in the middle so we had to not not pitch it too technical but some people work as business analysts and they work in a small team or maybe a big product um that and they report into a senior ba they sometimes don't see the bigger scope and sometimes don't fully get what a BA, the role a BA takes. So we wanted to give that range of um, of what the role is and tell it through story, you know, through, through storytelling. And and I think we had to get that balance between developing characters, developing techniques so much that so we kept it down to 25 techniques. As I said, our our audience was probably Junior to senior BAs, although we've had senior uh, senior BAs and lead BAs enjoy our book, but we've kept the price down to lower than twenty pound just because that's our target audience and uh, and yeah, we've tried to give the fuller picture so people walk away with it and think ah now that's a story which brings it to life what a BA actually does and, and how they can impact change.
0: Yes, and it's interesting because I think that's one of the things that's really important about the book. Is that holistic case study that allows you to take a story from a very early stage and seeing a business analyst actually being able to communicate with senior stakeholders, operational stakeholders, problem, really uncovering a problem and saying, let's look at some quite innovative options, but very inclusive, collaborative options that we can then take forward. And then taking it forward and then making sure that, you know, it's piloted, it's experimented, it's fed back in so that you can then improve things till getting to that point of success at the end. And I think that holistic case study that the the story offers, that you've woven the techniques into, you, you know, really does help, doesn't it, to bring the essence of business analysis to life, which... I think we're all going to support, aren't we?
1: And which, interestingly, does not contain much IT. No. Which is somewhat on purpose because I I have a technical background. I love technology. I think technology is very a very powerful enabler. But ultimately, it's about how do you improve the business. Um, so yep. I think it's also interesting to see how much broader you can take business analysis than just the systems.
0: Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. So my question to you both, and I'm going to come to you first, Ian, for this. If you are thinking about your mid-to-senior BAs who are your audience for the book, yeah, what would be the number one takeaway you would want them to take from reading
2: this book? Oh, that's a good one. There's probably two come to mind, uh, but I'm going to go on my first one, and, that, and that's working visually. So I always work with uh, I work with a lot of uh, BAs that are on the start of their BA career. And I always say, rich picture. Do a rich picture. It gives you context of what you do, even if you draw them out of scope. You know, you've got that. So work visually. There's a lot. Of, we've, we've been very lucky to have um a colleague of Philips to put the illustrations together. And they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're really, really they pleased are. with them. And, um, and I think that there's a lot more things in that book in terms of the avatars, but let's make things more visual. Let's let's take people on the journeys. Use them use them as a, a great communication tool, you know. So what and and again, to when when younger people or inexperienced people are starting work on a new project, then they create that rich picture so that the picture grows with their knowledge. So it's a never it's never it never reaches the final, you know, the final product. But it's always grown, and, and and you can then share that with other people you're understanding. So that's my thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and I must admit, I agree with you because I like to, I mean, I love rich pictures, I love mind maps, all of those things where you can draw a diagram of something. I I quite often analyze you know lots of different situations to do with assist, to do with lots of things to do with business analysis or business change. And I quite often just get a piece of paper and start sketching things because that's how I think. And then I can see this holistic picture allows me to pull the threads together. So I'm spot on. So Philippe, over to you then. What's your number one that you want people to take away from the book?
1: Just do it. I think that one of the discussion points that Ian and I had was the age of Abby, our lead character, Mm -hmm. Uh, because she's quite experienced and she She's confident and she goes for it. Um, So how experienced, how old should she be? How senior should she be? And we decided to keep her quite young. And I hope that it's kind of an inspiration for people. There are a lot of people that can help you if you want to prepare something. But often as a BA, I think we tend to overthink and overanalyze things and be too worried about going for something, trying out a new technique, do it in a smaller, safer group, get up. To the whiteboard and start drawing, uh, start applying the technique and see what happens, and, and learn to facilitate that conversation. Um, so I hope that it gives people a perspective and and uh, the confidence to start trying out things and and building experience that way.
0: Yes. And it's interesting you say that because it always reminds me of situations I've been in where I've been exploring various ideas for change or problems. And I've thought, oh, well, I'll try using this technique. And sometimes that technique isn't a good one. It doesn't quite work. But it tells me, OK, let's not look at it that way. How about we look at it from this angle? And if you've got the toolkit, which again, the book gives you, then you can do that, can't you? You can say, just try it. I mean, what happens if that technique isn't the right one? Nothing. We just try another one, but we've learned something. So that's uh, that's absolutely great. So final question, really, if anybody wants to buy the book, where can they get it?
1: So the website is brainyglue.com. Okay. Uh, they can purchase the PDF there, which basically sends an email to me and then I Take care of the practicalities and it also contains links to Amazon where you can purchase both the Kindle version and the paperback Amazon, UK, uh, US different Amazon websites. So brainyglue.com is the
2: place to be. And if you go on yeah. brainyglue.com, you can download the first 16 chapters for free. So you can find out if you like it. Um, and if you want to read the rest of the story then and find out what happens.
0: Excellent. But assist, we're always very keen on a try before you buy. So that sounds a great tip to pass on. So thanks ever so much, guys. It's been, it's been fascinating because I know you both. And Ian and I work together on various things all the time. And I never knew you got together in an Airbnb for five days to map it out. But can I say that is really, really impressive because sometimes it's the only way to do it with a book, isn't it? So thanks ever so much. And uh, I hope anyone who's watching this version of BA Brew have enjoyed our discussion. And if you have any ideas or thoughts about anything you'd like us to discuss, then please do send them to us at babrew at assistkd.com. And don't forget to like or subscribe. Thanks very much.